Elena. Lulu. You ready? As I'm ever going to be. <laughs> Love that. And a one, and a two, and a... Welcome to the Gay Gas, <gasps> a spooky podcast. You're joined by me and the iconic, the never been done before, Lulu. Hey, everyone. But also, who's me? What? You said you're joined by me. Never say your name, girl. Say your name. Say your name. Say your name. I didn't say my name in the intro. No, you did not. Oh, it's Elena. Hi. Wow. One <laughs> job. Everyone applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, Lulu, how excited are we to talk about this week's episode? Yeah, I really can't wait to dive into this one. You want to let the people know what we're talking about? It's so funny how excited you are about this topic. So, we are talking about Krampus and all things spooky holiday traditions. Wah, ah, ah. Uh, and I love Krampus. I think their fashion sense, their vibe mm-hmm, is so mm-hmm. strong. So I'm really interested to learn a little bit more about their backstory and talk about our favorite holiday movies, whether they're spooky or not. And I just love making Christmas creepy. I agree. I love wintertime. You have the fireplace on. You put a horror movie on. Something about like bunkering down. Having some hot cocoa and watching a horror movie for me. And I'm like, yes. That makes sense to me. But I think there's a lot of people that put on Hallmark and you put on horror. Oh, I love a good Hallmark movie that you're not happy at the end. It's always a love story, but it don't work out. And I'm like, ha ha. Wait, the ending's actually sad in a Hallmark movie? Yeah, there's a few that they don't work out. And I'm like, yes, real life. Also, Rudolph the Rat-Nosed Reindeer, all of those cartoon things, I always found them kind of creepy, personally. Oh, I love the claymations growing up. I'm saying I like watching them, but they're so creepy. Do you like Christmas? Growing up, I did. In past years, Christmas has been a little rough, but I'm learning to enjoy the season again, I guess. Do you feel like you lost your Christmas spirit? I guess it was so weird. My family used to call me like Mr. Christmas. I used to love decorating. It's one of my favorite things to do. And then I had just like one year that I had a 23-hour panic attack. During Christmas? It was Christmas Eve. Here we were putting gifts under the tree. And literally I'm like, oh, I'm having a panic attack. And it lasted through Christmas Day. And ever since I had that long panic attack, every Christmas it just came with anxiety of, I guess, having more panic attacks. And the following year, I did, but it was, like, way shorter. So it was kind of wild. But now I'm like, Christmas! I'm just trying to enjoy it. That's so sad. I'm so sorry that that happened. I literally had no idea. It's life. But now we're here. We are enjoying the holiday spirit. And I'm so proud of you for how much effort you truly put into enjoying the holidays because you are right. For me, I am a classic spook. I am very sad after Halloween because it's a whole year until it's then. But also I kind of have the mentality that I don't need mainstream society to tell me when to celebrate Halloween. So I love being spooky all year round. It makes it like a little more personal, a little more our thing Yeah. versus it's like someone celebrating pride in June, but not having pride year round. 
Girl, you see my That's side? That's what I'm saying. Like, we represent year-round, and that is what I'm talking about. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So, with that being said, I'm always sad when Halloween's over, and then we get into the holiday spirit, and you're right. There's so much pressure. Everyone is on edge. Me, personally, I never enjoy the actual day. I find it very stressful. And then I'm looking forward to it being over. But I try to enjoy the lead up as much as possible Mm -hmm. with my friends and family and my chosen family that I want to celebrate those things with. So case in point, tonight we are making spooky gingerbread people. Yay. I can't wait. I love combining horror with the holiday season because I love the dark side of something shiny. Nightmare Before Christmas. Did you like Nightmare Before Christmas growing up? Oh did my you, god. Did you really resonate with it? I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick. Ah! A quick one. I don't know where Nightmare Before Christmas became so popular out of nowhere, but I loved Nightmare Before Christmas as a child. My mom rented it from Blockbuster. Oh my god. And I never let her return it, so I had to pay for it because I watched it so much. So it was one of my favorite movies growing up. Wow. I think it became popular because Hot Topic told us it was popular. And that's why I get so frustrated because everyone's like, oh, Nightmare for Christmas is my favorite movie. And I'm like, lie. You a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Get All out of my liars. face. So that is why we are talking about spooky Christmas things and Krampus and all things holiday and spooky things that make us happy. Oh, my God. I forgot to mention Thanks to our friends slash listeners. So to recap and to go back to our episode last week when we talk about creepy destinations, I had some people reach out to me and give us really helpful information regarding a website that has information about traveling gay. Oh, my friend Dylan wrote, Loving Pod number two. This is a cute queer resource about LGBTQIA plus protections around the world. And it's called ILGA.org. And you can search by region as far as where you're traveling to see what rights you have before you go. And I thought that was so helpful and really great to have. I would add that to a post. So if you want to go on our Instagram. I think I'll honestly just check every time I go before anywhere. It's just good to know. What's crazy is actually every time I travel, even in the U.S., I always like look up gay things in the area because I truthfully, I'm like, if there's not that many gay things, then I know what I'm getting myself into. I'm like, all right, cool. And then our friend, as we mentioned, We're Gay Spider, I told him about last week's episode and he was like, bitch, he sent me a photo of him at Chernobyl with the Ferris wheel. Wild. That is so freaking wild. He's been there. He's been to Chernobyl. I love our friends. I am so proud and in awe of the people that choose to have me in their life and I choose to have them in my life because mm-hmm. y'all are perfect. I That's agree. what I'm talking about. Lulu, can you tell the good people about Krampus a little backstory? Yes. All right. One thing I didn't know was that Krampus, or I guess the celebration of Krampus, is on December 5th. So not the traditional Christian 24th, 25th? Yeah, which is kind of mind-boggling to me because I knew about Krampus. I just didn't know that it was on the 5th. But the legend of Krampus is that they are half goat, half demon. They're known for having horns, dark hair, fangs, a long tongue. 
I know that's Elena's favorite part. Y'all don't know. And maybe, again, ignorant on my part, I had an idea of Krampus. I knew that it was Santa's evil twin and he was the Punisher. But looking at images of Krampus, their tongue, though, I had no idea their tongue. I was like, ooh, like, are we all looking at this? It just looks so long and it's like... Oh my God, that is why we do this journalism. This is it. This is why we put in these hours. Also, they wear bells and chains. I love the BDSM that they like to wear chains. I'm like, cute fashion. So on the 5th of December, Krampus would assist St. Nicholas or Santa Claus, however you want to call him. And I just interject real fast. I just have to get this idea out there before it leaves my brain. Is Krampus the ultimate dom top? And is Santa the ultimate giving bottom? Discuss. Ooh. Am I wrong in that? I know because like I've had many a conversation where top doesn't have to be dominant and bomb doesn't have to be submissive. I see Krampus, yeah, as a dominant Either power top or bottom, truthfully. Just I see it. I'm not mad at it. Power verse? No. Power top because... Punishing. They are giving it. They are the ones that, essentially, when you're naughty, they... Okay. So, we joked around a couple times about people hating the word moist, but the fucking word naughty. Ugh. That word is so disgusting. It's the sexualization of that word that when you hear that in a naughty or nice context, it's supposed to be like a children's narrative and it's fucking creepy and sexualized and no, naughty. I hate that word. I'm getting better with it. I just don't like the word naughty. All right. So St. Nicholas would like reward children while badly behaved children will receive a punishment from Krampus. Misbehaved kids will be beaten with birch branches or be stuffed into Krampus' sack and hauled off to their lair to be tortured or eaten. So, oh shit, they would eat them too and torture? Yeah. Oh fuck. Krampus is wild out here. They're beating children with branches and eating them or kidnapping them. So yeah. I love this. Yeah. If I heard this shit as a kid, did you believe in Santa growing up? I remember believing in Santa and leaving cookies out and thinking that he ate them when we leave carrots out for the reindeer. My mom would do very cute things, but I don't ever think I act like Santa. Really? Yeah. I feel like you were too smart for that. You needed more proof. Show the motherfucking tape of Santa on my roof. Let's go. I was like, um, we have no chimney. So you're like, it doesn't add up. I don't see it happening. He's breaking in. We have an alarm system. Why is that going off? Oh my God. And that's the whole thing about Santa coming into your house and supposedly leaving you gifts. Allegedly. No, Allegedly gifts. Anything more about Krampus? Yeah, just to wrap it up, during the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to banish Krampus celebrations because resemblance of the devil. So you're like, hey. Very demonic looking. Yeah. More attempts to banish followed in 1934 at the hands of Austria's Christian Society Party, but none of them actually held. And Krampus now is becoming more popular and there's celebrations popping up all over the world. And I saw a really wild one in Austria that takes place around that beginning of December time frame yeah. and their costumes and prosthetics are amazing. And the name Krampus is from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Ooh, that's why he has claws. That's why he grabs the children. Yeah. That's so much fun. Did you ever see the movie with Tony Collette? 
Krampus? Yeah, yes. the, the horror movie Krampus. Yes. Have you ever seen it? Yes, of course. You remember it? I don't remember it as well. I just know it was very campy, but also gory. Yes. And I loved that. Well, reading up about Krampus, this little monster beat the shit and kill you. I love that. They are Michael Myers. They have one objective, and that is to punish whoever they have their mindset on. Mm-hmm. And the ending was like, no! So, highly recommend Krampus. Even though for me, it's still too much of a holiday setting. They have a stressful family environment in the movie, and it made me stress. Oh, but that's what I love about the movie, that it was so realistic in that sense of it was fun for me to watch the anxiety of being around family because I don't have that. But yeah, that movie is so much fun. Yeah. Speaking of horror Christmas movies, can I tell you what really stuck with me as a kid? Please do. There was an episode from the Tales from the Crypt And it was season one, episode two, entitled An All Through the House, which is already creepy. And it aired on June 10th in 1989. But just as a quick synopsis from this, from fandom.com, on Christmas Eve, a mother controls the anxiety of her little daughter because she's really excited about Santa Claus coming. She puts her daughter to bed and then she goes down into the living room and kills her husband because she wants his insurance money. She whacks him dramatically over the head. It's really bloody. And then at the same time, she's trying to get rid of her husband's body. But then there's a radio announcement or something that there's a dangerous patient that escaped a mental institution that looks like Santa Claus that's been breaking into places. And then he breaks into her place, but then she can't call the cops because she has her husband's dead body there because she just killed her husband. And then at the end of it, the little girl lets Santa in because she's like, look, it's Santa. And he was so grotesque looking and so bloody and missing teeth and just his eyes were so sunken in. So I don't trust Santa. I don't trust an old man giving me a hug and giving me presents for no reason. I don't trust it. Hi, sugar daddy. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Is Santa the ultimate sugar daddy? Honestly, I think he is. I feel like he has like a big dick energy. This is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he's big dick energy. And I feel like it's sometimes maybe a little unwarranted. Like, calm your fucking shit. And Mrs. Claus, step the fuck up. Like, you're a bad bitch, too. Yeah, she goes home like a North Pole making cookies. That's what I'm saying. Give her credit. I want to know what's her backstory. She's being a little whore. Oh, with the elves? No, she with the elves. She with those elves. She take care of them good. She's like, come eat my cookie. No! So the do you have a kid sitting on a stranger's lap? No. I agree. It's 2022 now. I get it's like a tradition. But I find it a tad bit weird. It has to go back with the whole naughty thing. There's so many sexualized but children things happening for me. And they say like the gays are too sexual. Bitch. Literally. That's what I'm saying. It's the hypocrisy of it all. I don't mind a child talking to Santa in the air quotes. Can you sit in the chair next to Santa? Also, usually older white men asking children, come tell me what you want. Here's a piece of chocolate. And they literally say, be good, do what I say, and you'll get rewarded. No. Yeah. That's why I like Krampus. It's like, hey. Because he's about punishing? Well, as one of those, St. Nicholas is going to give you some fruit if you're good. And if you're not, I'm going to whip that ass. It's so funny how there's so much folklore around punishing children. I feel like that's how I grew up. There was always some type of thing that if you're bad, this thing will come like a boogeyman. Oh my God. 
Speaking of that, can I tell you what I found about creepy Christmas shit? Yes. There's something called the Yule Cat. Ooh, tell me more. Or the Christmas Cat of Iceland. That sounds so cute. Right? So you would assume like cute, white, fluffy, I'm a Christmas cat. No, this cat is very much akin to a Krampus aesthetic. They're known for their claws. I found this information from a website called I is with a Z cat.com. <laughs> so if this is not a credible sourcing, I don't know what is. I is. I is cat.com. What? But yeah, so apparently very much like Krampus, it was all about, yes, punishing the children for misbehaving. So according to the legend, there's a frightening Christmas cat who stalks the snowy countryside and gobbles up anyone not equipped for the cold, wintry weather. It will eat me. (laughs) So the cat is known for stalking outside of your windows and seeing for Christmas if you received warm apparel it had to be warm clothing to prepare you for the winter months and if you didn't receive that gift then they would snatch you how rude i think that attributes to where krampus and the yule cat originate from and it being an environment like iceland Mm -hmm. because it's so cold and so dark for such extended periods of time darkness is so terrifying yeah. And the stories that come out of it make so much sense. So I'm just picturing you only receive a present if you behaved as a child. If you worked hard and behaved as a child and listened to your parents and did your chores, then you got those socks for Christmas. If you didn't get the socks for Christmas, the fucking Yule cat, the black. Oh, also, did I mention it was a black, scary cat with claws? Ooh. So big, black, scary cat with claws. Imagine growing up and one day you don't want to make your bed because you're tired and your parents are like, you know what? You're not getting that cold. And that black cat is going to come and eat you. So you're going to be cold and you're going to get eaten. That is fucked up. That's why I don't understand the whole notion of naughty and nice list. It's just, ah, I hate the punishment. I feel like you're going to get punished. If I was a child, I would learn how to knit real quick and knit me a hat every year just in case and just gift it to myself. I would be so afraid of the Yule cat getting me. But yeah, it's upsetting. Yule cats. And speaking of Yule Cats, I just wanted to talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Or just, I just wanted to say, I just need to talk about Carol. <laughs> Please do. I just need to talk about Carol. I, I don't even know where I want to go with that. Just watch Carol. It is the best holiday lesbian movie. Kate Blanchett, Sarah Paulson, Rooney Mara, Mike Drop. Your dream. It's such a good movie. And it's just so suspenseful because Patricia Highsmith, who was the author, was literally known as a master suspense writer. So then she wrote this lesbian novel that came out in fucking 1952 about a younger woman who is an aspiring artist who meets this older married woman with a child and then they fall in love and then pa. But the suspense and the tension and the, the taboo-ness, it's just, oh my God, I love it so much. So I recommend watching Carol this holiday season. You're welcome. Is that your Christmas movie? It's so sad though too, but it's so... Lulu, do you have any Christmas movies that you want to talk about? Sure, a problematic one. Oh my God, what? Harry Potter. Oh, like the first one? Or which Harry Potter? I think it's the second one. I like watching all of them. Oh, like I can see the first or second one. Is it because of the like holiday scenes? When, the grandiose. Well, yeah, when Ron gets the like ugly sweater from his mom. Their Christmas at Hogwarts is fire. But also just, you know, on record, fuck J.K. Rowling. Problematic, but... Except- the movie was cute. Yeah. Also, Krampus is, for me, a movie I have to watch every 
holiday season. Ooh, do you have a special or you, do you have a favorite version of Krampus? The like, latest one. Oh, that's the best one. It's really good. I love a gory movie. It's gory. So, and like I said, I don't have that problematic family, so I don't feel triggered by that. Yeah, I forgot. There's a good point of like this family fighting dynamics, and I'm like, not for me. But oh, it's funny because I'm like, wow, our families really like this. You're like, wow, are white people's families really like this? But that ass. <laughs> I I'm knew like, you're thinking it. I knew you're thinking it. I didn't want to say it. And the answer is, it absolutely is a hundred percent accurate. It's actually a documentary in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> As you can hear, Elena's trying to kill me. So it's not a holiday movie, but it always comes on for my family during the holiday season. And I don't know why, but I just, I always attribute it to the holiday season. Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. It was always on during the holidays, like in the background. And I know that's fucked up, but that was very much the vibe. It that's just it. the lotion in its skin. Oh, It's because, man. like, our skin is dry, so I had to remind us. Oh, to is that lotion. why it's a holiday movie? Yeah. You're right, you're right. It's cold weather. Take care of your skin. Yeah, so moral story is don't let society tell you when you can be spooky. You can be spooky year-round. Spooky New Year's Eve. Spooky Arbor Day. Spooky Flag Day. Wah. Ooh, spooky flag day. Yes, challenge accepted. I know. I'm like, let me let me look. Yeah. There's a way to incorporate spooky into everything. Lulu. E-money. E-money. Important question of the week. Go ahead. Fuck Mary Kill. Krampus. Mm -hmm. Santa Claus. Okay. Yule Cat. Mm, I'm fucking Krampus. You don't even want to put some thought into that first? No. Hit me. Beat me. I like it. He just seems mean about it. No. They will be dominant, and sometimes it's nice to give up power. Hmm. Santa or Yule Cat? Who am I killing? I don't want to do this, but I'm killing Yule Cat, and I'm going to marry Santa because he's going to be nice and fluffy and give me gifts. Did you ever see, I think it came out last year, fuck, I don't even remember... Over in Europe, there was a Santa commercial for the Postal Service, and he was a zaddy, and he was a hot gay Santa. It made me cry. It so made me cry when I saw it. I've been looking at, not like I'm looking up sexy Santas, but they've been popping Ew. up. They've been popping up. I love a man with a beard. When I mean my weakness, that is my weakness. You a great beard yourself. She's cute. I love a good, nice, full beard and nice thick eyebrows. I'm like, whoo! Oh my god. So yeah, I'm gonna fuck Krampus. I'm killing your cat because it's a little unfair. I'm cold and like this cat's gonna kind of kill me if I'm too cold. It will kill me, so I'm killing it first. All right, Elena, how about you? Fuck, Mary kill. They all seem a little aggressive. They, yes. I'm killing Santa. Too jolly. Don't believe it. I am a positive person, but I think he even makes me seem like a fucking pessimistic bitch. You're like, fuck fake energy. No, that's what I'm saying. Santa, bye-bye. Oh, I love the Grinch. Talk about, I had such a crush on Christina. Oh my God, this is such a, like, yeah. I had such a crush. Not on the Grinch. On I one thought of, you were going to say the Grinch. No, she was like Grinch's like childhood crush. Oh, okay. Oh, I had a crush on her. I love that for Oh you. yeah, I'm going to watch the Grinch later. <laughs> <laughs> Killing Santa. Mm, marrying Yule Cat because we both like to sleep. We like comfort. We like warmth. Don't fuck with us. I think they would really protect me, but I think they would also give me that personal space when I would need it. And then 
fuck Krampus because you're right. Balls to the wall for a night. Scratch my back. Slap me in the face. Let's have a safe word. But I would definitely do it for a night. Oh, you're going to walk out hurting. If you're not leaving with bruises, you didn't do it right. Damn. What? I bruised like a peach. I don't think I want to have that on recording, but in that sense, yeah. I, so, I think you need to leave that. Kill Santa, mm-hmm. marry the Yule Cat, and fuck Krampus. It's so lesbian of you to marry the cat. Just saying. Yeah, I love a cat. We love dogs, mm-hmm. but we love a cat. Mm-hmm. They're just it, man. Little Ugh. kitty cat. Lulu, is there anything else that you would like to add or what we should leave the folks with? Yes. I know holiday seasons can be hard for people, and I want to let you know that there's people out there that relate to you. It's a stressful time. Don't stress it. Just let it go. Like, I know we may be worried about getting the perfect gift for someone. You know what? Just being in that person's life, it will be a gift enough, truthfully. Don't stress it. Take care of yourselves. It's a very tense time of year. My jaw has been clenched for weeks. I feel like December is the longest month of the year at times. So just take it one hour at a time, find your happiness. And if that happiness includes something spooky, but also trying to enjoy a little bit of the holiday spirit or making your own holiday traditions with your chosen family and friends. I love doing seasonal things with my chosen spooky gay family. And yeah, just take it one day at a time. Take care of yourself. Stay hydrated. Boundaries. Boundaries. I agree. Yeah, we're here. And it's okay to remove yourself from a situation that is not good for you. Fight, flight, or freeze. You know your girl has already one foot out the door at all times. At every holiday event, I'm one foot out the door. And hang out with people that you like. Yes! You do not have to expel energy you don't want to. It's going to be a new year, 2023. You don't have to bring everyone from 2022 into 2023. We left her a panorama. A panini press. Yeah. I'm excited to make some spooky gingerbread things. I can't wait to eat. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Let's go eat. All right. Bye. Bye.